theyeshiva.net. Good morning, everybody. 122, eight lines from the top. We're at the words of Afmi. The line starts by Eirin Saif. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. 5, 6, 7. Eight lines from the top, 122, the first column. Samach Aleph, column three. On top it says, Jerusalem Lerish Hashanah, in the middle of the Maimah, Mikel Kamoicha. Holding after the period, Kanal Va'afmi. Va'afmi, She'ein Daita Yofa Kolkach. L'dovka boi, Machmas Gdulas, V'lememus, Ein Tseif, Baruch Mamash. Even somebody, till now he was talking about somebody, who's searching, who's questing for, for intimacy with the divine, which is beyond time, because there's some recognition of that truth. But even somebody that his das is not yafa, meaning his level of perception is not so refined to be able to experience connection or the desire for connection because of an appreciation of gedulos v'reimimus of the truth the exaltedness, the realness of Ein Saif Mamash, Rak, the motivation is something else. He's being distressed by his place and his time. A very different experience. Huh? Yeah. It's not, it's not that I'm enthralled by truth. It's just that I'm not enthralled by what I have. It's distressing me, my place, my time. He is being drawn after the vanities of the time. I never saw this expression before, so that's why I'm uh, hesitating here. Which expression? It's an interesting expression. Just looking if they have uh, footnotes for it. In the back they have Marimakaimas. I'm just looking if they have Samach Alev Gimel. Okay, I'm not sure. Sounds like if interesting is that his name is covered by darkness. He recognizes his value and he recognizes humbleness. And he becomes disgusted with his lifestyle or with his actions because he realizes that his behavior could be defined as could be called ram and nuvel, which means it's toxic, it's negative, it's disgraceful. So it's not pshat. We're speaking before about shuva, kadmala oilam, somebody who recognizes the truth of ain't safe and wants to connect to it. He doesn't want to invest everything in a moment, which is bin haya, bin, bin, it's here, it's not here, but wants to, wants to connect to the truth. He says, even somebody that's not, it's not that. It's just that he finds no place in his time and his place. He's distressed by it. There's something bothering him. Yeah. Dissatisfied. Yeah. Yeah. 
Im I mean, however, I mean, there's probably many different uh, manifestations. Im kolzeh me'achar shemayis. Yes, so sometimes you see the MS and sometimes you see the Sheker. One of the two. Sometimes you see the MS and sometimes you don't see the MS. You're not capable. You just see the Sheker. He's in the worst place. He doesn't even see place where he wants to go. Yeah. There's something discontent. There's a discontent. Im kolzeh me'achar shemayis b'chayev chayei hazman. Nonetheless, the fact that there is a certain rejection of Chayev, of his life, of Chayei Hazman, the life in the time, Nimshechel of Me'elavu, Me'ele Chesed Hashem. So this itself is powerful to draw forth the grace of God, to experience a revelation of the Ein that is beyond Ishtalshlus and beyond time. Because the kayach of the chesedalian of divine chesed is is great. There's no end to it. In other words, there's no place or person it doesn't reach. And the metaphor the Gemara compares to water, that water will travel from the highest place. And the water doesn't say, no, no, this is too low. It will go to the lowest place. And mayim is always a metaphor, parable, for the spiritual energy of chesed. So he said, God will kaya chachasa, it's mayim. Mayim goes to the lowest places. It's much deeper than this. The most gathering of the water will be in the lowest place, not in the highest place. The highest place, it may pass. But ultimately, the water will look to concentrate in the lowest possible crevice or pool or, or cavity or cistern, whatever it is. And over there, it's going to be miskabit. So where are you going to see the most water? You're going to see the most water, but makam namach. That was, that was you said yesterday. He doesn't perceive it. Huh? How does he experience the chesed if he doesn't perceive the truth? He's so he's saying that itself, that itself, he's going to say, The metaphor for this spiritually is that the chesed of above comes and it's expressed and it's extended and expands precisely. It not only goes also to the lowest place, it goes precisely to the lowest place. The high no. Yeah. That's the yeah, process. it's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one, yeah. one, one way of it. Yeah, but, but this is not true. His oris milayla because he still right. is discontent first. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What does it mean? Mispasha dafke b'makam namach. Da'hainu b'misha who shuffles somebody who feels humility, v'nivza be'ein of nimas, and becomes what he's involved in. It becomes embarrassing. It becomes disgusting. So that itself, you, so the person thinks he's the most detached place, he's the most makam namach, he's the lowest place. He says, no, that's the place where the mayim reaches. That creates the openness for lamaylam and hazman, for that which is truth. I, he feels so disconnected. It's not that there's episode yearning and an appreciation of ain't serve that's lamaylam and hazman. It's just, there's a tremendous discontent with the place and the time I'm in. I don't know where I want to be, but I know that this I don't like. And it frustrates him. It's It's disgusting in my eyes. He says, so it looks like there's no no Mayim can come there. He says, no, Mayim goes It goes precisely into that person's space. He also was talking to the pit. There was no water. Mayim ain't by. So how did he feel? Well, we're saying here that the water is here. Well, we spoke Tisha B'av that Yosef had water. He had the tears of his father. 
He had the tears of his father, so he had water. It's a different type of water. Right? It was this planting with tears, so he was also had water. You have to have water, yeah. Without water, there's no growth. The seed shrivels up. Furthermore, it's not just the Mayim, it also goes to the lowest place and precisely the lowest place. But the truth is kindness and compassion applies to somebody who needs kindness and compassion. If you don't need kindness and compassion, then you don't need the terms Chesed and Rachmanus. Or commercial, an example, <laughs> quite an interesting metaphor. Mishu Tafas Babes Somebody is imprisoned, he's incarcerated. He can't go to, from door to door and ask people to help him. He can't go for people to meals. He's in prison. So in people's hearts, there's aroused a kindness and a compassion. You don't say, well, wait till you come to my house and then I'll give you a meal. No, 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 you go to the prison. Why? Because he's completely stuck. He can't leave prison. A person can't leave prison. That's what prison means. Asr, Beis Asurim is a place where you're tied. Asr means tied, right? You can't leave. So there's the Rachmanus in the hearts of a person to go bring it to him. He says, Kachul The same is true. The way it's down here, it's because it's a reflection of above. Bechesed Elyon. Shenimshech me'elavum emela. Al ha'adam shetzar loy ma'oid b'mashenitfes b'maiser haguv v'nefesh ha'bahamas. So the same is Shula Maila, that even though the person is not coming out of prison, he doesn't even know that there's a reality out of prison. It's not what we spoke before yesterday about the tshuva. He speaks about the klois nefesh, the umkedeliber that he's moyes bechaye hasman. He doesn't want the rega. That's already a, that's already a deep der hair. That's already a very profound recognition. It's not there. What he knows is that this is, is something wrong. It's 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 meis. It's it's meis for me. I, I don't like it. A person sometimes has that feeling. They don't know what. They just don't know that they know this is not the place. This is distressful. This is a prison. I'm stuck. I'm not in a good place. I may not even understand why. I may not even know my destination. I just know here I have to get out of. So the person is in a makam namach. He says, don't think the water doesn't get there. If I care, most of the water goes there. Because that creates an openness, a lack of ego, a lack of arrogance, a lack of complacency. And smugness. He says, and further, that's what chesed and rachamim is. You say, kindness and compassion needs, there's a need for kindness and compassion. The person who's in prison, yes, he needs the kindness and the compassion. That's what it's for. <laughs> if he could come, so then you don't need already so much chesed and rachamim. He could come and get it for himself. He can't come and get it for himself. He's stuck. That's what being stuck means. So, you don't take it personal and you say, oh, when you get out of your stuckness, then I'll help you. I can't, I can't help myself. That's where I am. So what does it mean to be in a person with chesed and rachamim? To realize that, to discover that, and to be able to say, let me go and reach out, to be able to help the person ultimately get out. In other words, you're, 
you have to know when kindness, kindness can also be misplaced. And rachim can be misplaced. When somebody could walk and you say, let me carry you, then I'm displacing it. But when somebody can't walk, when somebody's tied down, when somebody is locked up, that's where chesed and rachim come in. So he says the same is true with the chesed elliot. That when a person feels that distress, that he's in the prison of his animal soul, and he wants to get out of the levush mitzayim, of the dirty, unclean garments, and he says, chayav enam, chayim be'enav. He doesn't feel that his life is a life. It's not a worth, it's not a worthwhile life. There's something off about it. So he says, that itself is ma'ayre rachim malmaila to receive a flow of real chayim from ein soif, which mamash comes from even the place that's beyond time. And it's nimshech me'elavam amela, meaning he doesn't create, he does not connect it to that place. It comes down. V'zehu, this is the pshat in the pasuk, mi'kel kamoicha. Pasuk and Micha that he started the Maimon, Mikel Kamoicha, Noise Avoin, for Ovidal Pesha. Shabchinis Kael, Ubchinis Chesed. Kael represents Chesed, he brought it to Pasuk says in Tehillim, Chesed Kael Kol Hayoim. So Kael represents Chesed. But here we say Mikel Kamoicha. What's Pshat Mikel Kamoicha? The Eina Chesed, Sheyye Kechesed Elyon, Hamisparshet Lein Ketz Vetachlas. And there's no chesed that will be like the chesed of Hashem, which comes infinitely. From the highest place, from the light of infinity, until the lowest levels in the physical world of action, to give life, spiritual life, to the spirit of the humble people who are feel imprisoned in the prison of their material Material goof, material body. And this is the Mikhail Kamoicha. Where is the Chesed? Like your Chesed? What's the Mikhail Kamoicha? That the Chesed is Mispashat. He said at the beginning of the Maimir, it extends infinitely from Ein Soif to the lowest place, like Mayim, which is Yerid Makam Gavaya, Lamakam Namach. Is it possible that when it speaks here about the person who feels humble, but you can have somebody who is in the exact same situation, but he's not humble. No, it's not the same. That's what he's saying. There is just a certain element of nivzeveinov. He's moyes. He's tsarlo. He feels if he doesn't think he's in prison, he doesn't cry out. He feels that he's in prison. I can't come to the me. I can't come to you. So then you'll come to me because you have chesed. You have rachem. I say, I can't, I can't go, I don't, I, I don't know how where to go, this is where I am, I'm stuck. So what happens now? So he says, then you're not stuck. The moment I recognize that I'm stuck, so then I'm not stuck. Even though at such a moment you feel completely stuck, that's the issue. He says, yes, that's the point. You feel stuck, so you're already not stuck. Because you search, there's a, there's a yearning, there's a frustration. You could try this out in life. This is a real. This is a real thing. Whenever you're stuck, you'll see this is true. This is true. May ayin, may ayin. Yeah. There's a long parent. The long brackets here, but we'll go after the brackets. Dalad. But how in the world does this communication, does this fusion happen? 
from Eiling Sof Mamish, and he keeps on saying Mamish because we're talking about Eiling Sof that's beyond Zman, beyond the Shtalshmus. In the Baltruva, who apparently was so far to the extreme, how does this fusion happen? On this, the prophet Micha continues, Mikael Kamoicha, Noisei Oven, Vaivid Al Pesha. Your Noisei Oven and your Oivid Al Pesha, which is going to explain what those words mean. Obiri in the explanation is the Hini Begamari Isa Plukta. In Gemara, there's a fascinating argument. Mar Omar Noisei Oven or Mar Omar Koivish Oven. One says Noisei Oven and one says Koivish Oven. In Gemara, Mesechter Rishishana, Daf Yud Zayin, Amar Aleph, there's a very fascinating argument. At first glance, it's a very difficult argument to understand. The Gemara discusses there, it says, one of the Yud Gimel Midas is, we say, Hashem, Hashem, Kel Rachem, V'chanan Erech HaPayim, V'rav Chesed. V'rav Chesed means that there is an abundance of Chesed, like, V'rav Chesed, he's one of great Chesed. So the Gemara says, the Rav Chesed is his Mateklape Chesed, that he, he tries to push everything towards Chesed, towards kindness. So there's two, two, two opinions. One is the opinion of, uh, Rabbi Eliezer, and one is the opinion of Rabbi Yosib Rabbi Hanina. One says, how does he do it? Koivish oven. And the other one says, noisei oven. And each one has a posak. We say in Micha, we say it by Tashlich, right? Mikael Kamoicha, noisei oven va'ever al-pasha, l'sheres nachalosay, l'hechzik la'adapay, yoshevi rachameinu, Many people say, those who say in the, in the Karbonas before Davani, the Rebbeinu Shalom after the Akedah, in many Neschayah. So this Pasuk is also brought every day. Every, every morning when there's Tachram. That's the opinion who says Hashem's style is, he's Koivish Avain. Koivish. Yichbosh Avain Koivish. We'll explain what that means in a moment. The other one says, no, no, that's not what he does. He does noisei oven. We say in the Yedgim Medes HaRachimim, Keil Erech HaPayim, V'Rav Chesvim, is noisei chesed la'alofim, noisei oven. So it's two different expressions in the Tanakh. In Parshish Kisisa, the expression is noisei oven. In Micha, the expression is koivish oven, yichbosh oven aseinu. And this is an argument in the Gemara of what Hashem does. Tenavi here says, in Micha, both. Because it says, Mikael Kamoicha, Later he says, In Gemara, it's a machlaikas, which one he does. The way the Mepharshim explained this, Rabbi Nechanan and other Rishayinim is, and this is where it becomes, Al-Pipshah, it becomes very, very strange, because it seems like it's just an argument about semantics. The first opinion says, Koivish. Koivish means you... Um, conquer. Conquer, but here it means you suppress. You squeeze on it, you squeeze on it. Right, like koivish is you squeeze, you squeeze it. So basically, here it means you suppress it. Koivish oven, subdue it. Noisei oven means ah, huh? yeah ah. Kvisha, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Mishnah Mekvayis. Many of those who have the minig in Ashnas Avelus to say it. There's a Mishnah at the end. It says over there that mikvah shemem of merudodin. So koivish means you 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 push down, you push down. If the mikvah is too shallow, so the Mishnah says in Mikvayas at the end of uh, where is it, chapter seven, that you um, it's meim of merudadin. So what you need is you need the water to be able to um, 
to be elevated so you should be able to fit your body in or whatever you have to put in this. He says, You could bring in bundles of, of, of lumber or reeds and koivish. You, you, you press it down in the water. The water should be bloated. It should be elevated in one spot. Then you can go down the time. So one opinion says koivish oven. Basically, it's like Hashem steps on the sin and He suppresses it. He subdues it. And the mele, you're good. And the other one says, no, noise oven. He lifts up the sin. What's funny, he lifts up the sin. There's a scale. And the question is, which side is going to win? The sins or the mitzvahs? So, right, so maybe that the sins are going to go down. So what does he do? Noise oven. He picks up the scale of the sins. So Meldov, the, the, the mitzvahs go down and they outweigh the sins. That's noise oven. So koivish, uh, uh. Uh. He makes the sins lighter. He lifts up the scale. The sins may be heavy, so they may be... This is what Rashi says in the Masech Rosh Hashanah. So they may be equal to the mitzvahs, or maybe even heavier. In other words, they have more weight, the way a scale works. Huh? So he so goes like this. He, so to speak, he cheats. He takes his hand. Nobody sees. Noisy oven, he lifts it up. And as the mitzvahs... The mitzvahs go down. That's one opinion. Another, that's called noisy oven. He picks it up. Noisy means to pick up, like he sees, right? like a masa, you pick it up. Koivish oven is the opposite. Koivish oven means he doesn't pick up the sins. He takes the sins and he throws them down. He, so to speak, steps on them, suppresses them, subdues them, and that's how they disappear. That's like tashlich. You throw it into the ocean. It's not here anymore. Where'd you put it? You threw it into the ocean. You cast it down and it disappears. From Rashi, it's mashma that koivish oven is 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 also with the scale. That koivish oven means the other way. That Hashem, uh, Hashem presses down the mitzvahs. Koivish oven means He presses down the mitzvahs. So well, the mitzvahs become heavier. But the the lashon koivish oven is mashma that the oven is koivish. I mean, Chananel says koivish oven means that the avonis He suppresses, and noisy oven means He picks up the scale of the avonis. At first glance, when you see such a gemara, what are they arguing about? What are they arguing about? If he takes his foot and he steps on the sins or he takes his hands and he picks up the scale. So Chodah the same thing. The b- biggest pillar is in Rashi. Rashi, it's mamish the same thing. What's the difference if I push this side down or I pick this side up? It's the same result. If you have a scale, you have two things and I want one side to be heavier. So what's the difference if I push this up so I don't let it go down or I push the other way down? Like, do we have to argue about everything? Like, that's what they're arguing about. Noisy oven or koivish oven. He picks up the scale, he pushes down the scale. It seems like mamish semantics. And to say that some of our greatest sages, this is what they argued about. They wanted to understand if Hashem does this or Hashem does this, what's the difference? Is this an argument in theme? It's an argument in language. Balatanya, this is a very, very deep argument. It's not, uh, it's a, it's, it's, uh, it could seem superficial. And even a little strange, but it's extremely profound. The truth is, he says, Shneim Emes. Both are saying a Nakuda of truth, but they're talking about two completely different ideas. And this is his analysis of the Gemara. Kihine, this is a, a, a half of a fellow explanation, the difference of Kaivish oven and Noisy oven. Kihine, Maisa Haveda. The action of an Aveda that a person does, lachtai, to sin, in any of the mitzvahs loisasa, there's 365 mitzvahs loisasa, 
any of them a person does, which is a chet, or bitl mitzvah Another type of sin is he doesn't do something, whether it's uh, any of the 365 mitzvahs, but it's a bitl, it's the not doing of a mitzvah sasseh, that action, that action of sin or transgression or lack of it is ragamur. It's immoral. It's wrong. It's absolutely ra, negative. That's one side of it. Ach, but there's another side of it. And he says ragamur. In other words, it's not. It's not negotiable. It's ragamur. It's ragamur. It's real ra. It's. It's not good. It's bad. Absolute. Ach, and he says that he has to say this because of the intro to the next piece. But the inner drive that's craving that particular thing. Or that inner drive that's causing, it's causing your heart to be not to do a mitzvah. That drive, that inner core, that which is behind the action. Even though this koyach is manifested, meaning it's fueling something that's wrong, absolutely wrong. This inner drive behind it, the passion behind it itself is not a chet, meaning. Because the koyach the power of craving is identical if it comes to something permissible or comes to something forbidden. And the same is true, the power that takes his heart away from doing something, it's a power that's the same koyach if it would be to take him away from something positive or to take him away from something negative. In this case, the person's koyach he took to the point that it's manifested, it's enclosed, it's fueling um, on Avera. Or he took the koyach to take out the power that, that takes away his heart from a mitzvah essay. But the koyach itself, the drive behind it, in this koyach itself, he has the ability to transform it from one extreme to another extreme. From a toxic love to the love of God. That's the meaning of the Pesach. So the Mishnah says in Mesech, your whole heart, not half your heart, means How can it be with both Yetzers, even the Yetzirah? Because you have to rec- recognize the koyach hamisava, the koyach that is behind behind the craving, and that's Yashav lavasasha. That could go back. That could be transformed to avasasha. What does this mean? Shehita, he gravitated. He reclined. Hita, uh, he moved, directed. Shehita, huh? Hita saneria by Shabbos, yeah. Hatoya saneria. He, he steered, he harnessed the koyach It's a question of harnessing. That's the word. It's not a question. So there's two elements. When you're looking at the action that somebody did, the action is a wrong action. But now you have to ask yourself one step deeper. You have to go one step deeper. What is behind it? Even more than intent. 
What is behind it? What is behind it on every level, which goes very deep on a conscious level and even on a subconscious level, but even on a conscious level. There's the koyachamisava. There's the power of the craving. There is what I want in terms of the of the of the actual manifestation of the taiva. But then there is what I really want, and I believe that this is going to satisfy me with. Did you define that as a nefesh of Bahamias in a prior share that you have to control it and not let it control you? Is that the same as as a potential Yes, yeah, I mean, you could say it that way. The Koyach HaMasav is basically the Koyach, the energy that is behind the Taiva, that is inside the Taiva. So you have the Koyach right now dressed up in this Taiva. This is how it's being manifested. But if you could strip away the Taiva from the Koyach, the Koyach is not evil. The Koyach is looking for something. It has some yearning. It has a void. It's looking for something. It became harnessed and expressed through this Avera or through the lack of doing this mitzvah. Somehow not doing this mitzvah is doing something for me. Whatever it is. Or doing this Avera is doing something for me. So from the perspective of the mice itself, as he says, it's ragomer, it's bad. The perspective of Koyach HaMesava, the Koyach HaMesava got dressed up in bad. It got harnessed into negativity. But that was a harness. That was where it was directed. That was that is how it's being utilized, where it's being transported. The koyach hamisava itself is not ra. On the contrary, the same koyach hamisava could be flipped around and can become a tremendous drive for positivity and a tremendous drive for goodness. Ah. So why does it come out negative? New, new answer? Huh? That we're not arguing. He said that before he said the Kayach he said the Maiz is Ragomer. We're talking the Kayach HaMasava. Let's give a mushal, it'll be a little clearer. I mean, this, a mushal, this is true about every single action. So any, any, any Aveda you look at, you could see this. The mushal is the nimshal. You have this. You have this constantly, constantly in a person's life. And you have it even in the most extreme situations, and certainly not extreme. And you always have these situations. Yeah, it's it's all conne- it, it's connected to that. It's 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 connected to that. It could be connected. Yeah, it's all it's all the same nakuda. He doesn't mean that the koyach is equal. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about the same koyach hamisava that you're using for isur is the same koyach hamisava that would be used for heter. Yeah, yeah. There's a famous, there's a famous line. We spoke about it a few days ago by uh, by an event that. Uh, but I I don't want to. It's it's true also in extreme situations, but it's true also in not extreme situations. That addiction is not the problem. <laughs> addiction is the solution. It's very easy to point fingers and say that's the problem, but then you're not going to fix the problem because that's not the problem, that's the solution. You understand? The alcohol is not the problem, the alcohol is the solution. Halavai the alcohol was the problem. Then it would be pretty simple. The alcohol is this crazy, dysfunctional, 
absurd, immoral, and toxic solution for a problem. It's a wrong solution. It's a bad solution. Huh? It works temporarily. It works very out of that cold. I just hope that your scientific inventions don't work as well. They work a little better. But in Russia, it works. yeah? You put into the machine, Avisilvatka, and say, yeah. So, so the, the solution may be short term and may be disastrous because it, it fries your brain, it takes you out of reality, it brings you nowhere, it doesn't help you. But you have to identify the Koyach Ava. I'm not looking for alcohol. I'm looking for love. Looking for love is a bad thing. A guy, I met, met, met a guy, his marriage fell apart and his business fell apart all the same time. Could be they were dependent on each other. Like one guy said, he got divorced because of religion. Somebody said, what do you mean? You're an atheist and your wife is an atheist. He said, yeah, but she worships money and I don't got it. You know what I mean? So it was religion. So I don't know if the two were dependent or they just happened to be together, whatever. Yeah. So now a person is in a lot of pain. They don't have a job and they don't have a marriage. Yeah, and they lost. It's a tremendous pain. What do you do with that pain? The person is desperately looking for something to hold on. You know, a shipwreck? The Titanic goes down, in a person's life. You're looking for anything. You're looking for a straw to hold on to. You're looking for a tube. You're looking for a lifeboat. Right? Now, there's different options in life. There are lifeboats that you can hold on to, but they're not easy to find, and you have to work on them. But there's a lifeboat that's available right there. It's called addiction. Whatever that is. This one, it's a computer. And this one, it's another. It can even be addictions that look that don't look so destructive, but it's an addiction. What does it mean? It's an addiction. It's not taking you to the place you want to be, because you're not identifying the kaya chamasava. You're ignoring the kaya chamasava. You're suppressing the kaya chamasava. You're distracting yourself from what you're looking for. That's the difference. What's the difference between a healthy, productive life and an unhealthy, destructive life? The pain is the same. The search is the same. But am I actually doing things to promote that search to find love? I need love. I need connection. I need hope. But that's not easy. That, 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 if I can identify that, that's the problem. The addiction, that's the solution. That's not the problem. You get what I'm saying? This is true about everything a person does. The Balatanya says there's no Aved in the world that doesn't have a Koyach Epizuchsto, you're looking for something. You may know it, you may not know it. You may be so much in denial that you're not ready to know it. You harnessed it through this action. Somehow you feel, yeah? He speaks of a bitl mitzvah If I don't do this, if I don't do this, I'll be better off, I'll be happier. How many people leave go of Yiddishkeit because it's causing them too many problems? I don't need it. If I go away from this, if I get rid of it, I'll be a happier person. It's it's filling a void. It's filling some kaya It's filling a void. It's filling some type of yearning I have, some need for some attachment, some connection. 
Koyecha Masava means the, in, the internal, yeah, the internal makeup of what this person is, what this person is craving. What this person is yearning for, what this person is desiring for. That's what you have to look at. Yeah, the neshama of it. So we have a very interesting paradox. I could look at somebody doing something terrible. And I could see two things. If I look at it from, with simple glasses, what do I see? I just see ra. That's what I see. If I put on a piece of little deeper glasses, what do I see? The same act. The same act. And the act is not good. What do I see? I see somebody starving for a hug. I see somebody starving for love. I see somebody starving for validation. I see somebody starving for some healing, for some hope, for some attachment. That's not a bad thing. That's a very beautiful thing. Sadly, he or she does not know how to feed that, how to satisfy it, how to promote it, how to get that, only through this way. That's what he says. Hita. He took the Koyach HaMasava and he directed it into this. And it's usually easier this way because it's fast. It's instant. It doesn't require vulnerability. It's a good distraction. Huh? It's a quick fix. It's sometimes cheap. It's not going to end up cheap. But it's a quick fix, right? The microwave generation, we like things hot and fast. Huh? Quick fix, yeah. And then tomorrow it breaks. So you fix it again. And, but the problem is, because your distraction was only a distraction, it wasn't a real solution so it's never going to be enough. Because that's not what you're looking for. You say you're looking for that. That's not what you're looking for. If that's not what you're looking for, it's going to disappoint you. So what are you going to do tomorrow? You'll take a little more. Because <laughs> you tell yourself, oh, yesterday I didn't have enough. The problem is the next day, it's still not going to satisfy you because you were never looking for that. So you're going to do a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more. And then at some point you stop recognizing yourself. You don't even know who you are. You're just like a, a robot. Huh? The Moryanayim. The Muzdi Yoikna Shal Very deep. He's going to say, he's going to speak about that now. The Mezit Shemagat says this. The Moryanayim brings. Petifar was chasing him. I kept on saying to him, come with me. And he saw the Muzdi Yoikna Shal I'm really looking for Tiferis. I'm looking, really looking for beauty. So what do I have to go to Petifar's wife? Yaakov is the source of Tiferis. He saw the image of Yaakov. It wasn't Stam, he saw the image of Yaakov. The image of Yaakov allowed him to identify what he was really looking for and go there. Now, in the midst of the addiction, it's very hard to do this because you're trapped. You're in Beis Asura. Huh? So I'm trapped. You know, sometimes, just, 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 uh, just, I need, because uh, I don't have Das at the moment. When you're trapped, you're trapped. You're just in a trap. But when the person could go back a little bit and look and reflect on it, this is the key for all real growth. Rabbi Isaac Fashtest, Fashtest Git, ah, this is what every teenager has to understand. This is it. This is it. He's looking for it. Doesn't he knows he needs it, but he's not getting it. He's not getting it at all because he wasn't looking for that. The Koyecham is not looking for the Aveda. That's his point. The Koyecham is harnessed, being used for the Aveda. It's not looking for the Aved, it's the same Kayach HaMesavah could be the most powerful tool for growth, for productivity, for goodness, for godliness. That's Pshat, How could you love God with Yitzhahara? Isn't it a Yitzhahara? 
depends how you understand the Sahara. If you're looking at the Yetzirah's actions, those actions got to go. But he's looking for something. There's something he's searching for. That can be revamped. That can be reoriented. If you just strip it from the outer Levushim, you can reorient it into the greatest force for good. But you have to be able to identify that Kaya Chamesava. So is there a difference between Yetzir Tov and Yetzir? Ooh, good, good question. So he says, so what's the difference between Yetzir Tov and Yetzir It's an excellent question. Excellent question. And the answer is, the difference between them on one level is as absolute as it gets. And on another level, no difference at all. On one level, it's the greatest difference. There's a gulf, the abyss separates between them. On one level. And on another level, there's no difference at all. Yeah. And both are very true. And one has to be very careful because there are those who love to romanticize Yetzirah. There were those people and individuals and streams based on these ideas. And the Yetzirah suddenly becomes just one big romantic. Uh... <laughs> so you have to, that's why, that's why the Balatanya, that's why you could, you see the emiss of it. First he says, the mice is Ragomor. And I emphasized a few times. Why, why did you say Ragomor? In other words, don't use this mime to start uh, playing games and saying, yes, alz gitz, alz. There was a big makobar of Avrama Bulefia. So he writes that, yud kevavke, yud hevavke, he writes this, is yetzer hatoi v'yetzer hara. Yud kevavke. You know, you look at it and you don't understand it. If you don't understand it, but okay, great. So every yetzer hara is mamash, yud kevavke. Fine. <laughs> and it brings a person to undesirable places and it's not true it's not true it's not true it uses fancy spiritual language but it's not true so the Balatanya is going to explain that this is the Pshat and Gemara oven and Kovish oven does God step on the sin or does he lift up the sin depends which part of the sin you're talking about there's the part of the Aveda that you have to uplift. It's really uplift, you have to uplift it. Noise. And then there's the part that you have to step on. Verstehst? There's the Koyacha Mesava of it that you uplift. On the contrary, you have to embrace that. You have to look what it is. Don't get rid of that. Don't, don't throw that away. Look at it. You want to know what it is. Identify it. Because that will bring you to great places. As he says, that could become Avas Hashem. Why? Because you'll ultimately find that the only solution to your problem is God. Truth, reality, ain't so. That's the solution. <laughs> your computers, your alcohols, your, your, your games are not going to be solutions. Because they're not real. They're not solid. They're called Avedazaras. What does Avedazara mean? Avedazara basically, what's, why, why is Yiddishkeit against Avedazara? What do we have so against? Avedazara basically means something that represents to you what you're looking for, but it's a fake. You're looking for a relationship with truth. You need love. You need attachment. You need to feel the meaning of your life, the value of your life. Right? Where are you going to get that? Where are you going to find that? 
Where, do you, where are you going to find it? On, on certain websites you're going to find it. I'm not talking about the yeshiva.net. <laughs> Over there maybe you'll find. You learn a maimah lakudatari, you'll find. Where are you going to find? Where are you going to find it? In a piece of cake you'll find it. Saying the real opium is... Uh, yeah. Uh, Mar- Mar- Karl Marx said religious religion is the opium for the masses, right? So obviously he meant it in a derogatory way. But the point has to be understood. What am I looking for? And religion could, by the way, be also an addiction. We all know that. Right? You could use God also as an addiction. person once told me that he became a Baltruva because he's OCD. And he realized the best lifestyle to, for, for, for OCD is, is a halachic lifestyle. Rachman is of seine Kinder. Verstehst? The whole moment is that Ein Soif is not time, it's Lamaila Minazman. The Chiddush is Dirya Betachtarin to bring it into Zman. The moment you start worshipping the clock, you're not in touch with reality. It's important to be a Masudah. Zman is Zman. Time is time. <laughs> but time can also be an, everything can be an Avaidazara. To say it a little, even, even God could be an Avaidazara. Verstehst? Even God could be an Avaidazara. Ich am Avaidazara. It's your God that you create, and that becomes an Avedizara. Addictions don't necessarily mean that which they call on the websites addictions. Addictions could be very deep things. So this person is angry at his wife. This person is angry at his children, right? He bursts out, he's hollering. It's not easy for the wife or the children, or if the wife is screaming at the husband. But the Rebbeinah Shalaylam, and this Mayim is saying, you have to look at two things. You have to look at the outburst, you also have to look at something else. This father is going through a lot. This poor man, he does not express himself. Nobody taught him. He's looking for something. He's looking. All anger is a cut. Co- Most anger is a cover-up. They call it in psychology a secondary emotion. Secondary emotion means you're not angry, you're in pain. Of course you're angry, but the anger is just the... Uh, it's a lavush. Huh? It's a manifestation. You feel alone. Kolakoyas, yeah. The Rambam says it's one of the sources of the Rambam and Zohar because we don't have it in Gemara. Kolakoyas kilo zara. Anger is like idolatry. Why? Why? Who doesn't get angry? I mean, present company excluded. The rest of Malinkasim Shalom. We should ask a bazil of us in the business. People get angry. People get angry. What, you went and you shmadzich because you got angry? Yeah. The truth is, there's a very deep word. The Balatanya says, Why do people get angry? The anger is telling me something. Anger is basically, if I could get in touch with the Kaya Chamesava, there's something that's freaking me out. There's something that's, I feel abandoned. <laughs> I feel alone. I feel betrayed. I feel detached. If you can go deeper, if you can't go deeper, you can't. But if you can go deeper, you'll see that the kayach behind the anger, behind the outburst, is a very innocent yearning. And if you would understand that Hashem is with you right now, then you wouldn't have to direct it in that way. You would be able to direct it towards that which you need to be fixed. There's something hurting you. You can address the hurt. You don't have to get angry. You understand? Anger is a cover-up for a kayach hamisava. That's basically based on the fact that I feel very, very alone. And what's Avaidazar? Avaidazar means 
that you don't believe that Hashem is with you right now at every moment, giving you everything you need and giving you the ultimate power to be able to confront everything in life. There's nothing in your life you can't look at and look at the action and look at the Kaya Chamesava. What does it mean, a life of Dveikas, a life of Kedusha? It means that the Kaya Chamesava and your actions are working in sync with each other. The Kaya Chamesava is not an Aveira, that's his point. The Chitsoinius of the Kaya Chamesava is an Aveira. The external Kedava, huh? The manifestation of it, even the craving, right? These guys, all I need is to go to this and this place. But that's not the Kaya Chamesava, that's the Levush of the Kaya Chamesava. You're talking about the feeling, the conscious desire. That, yeah, but that's also not the Kaya Chamesava. If you'll go deeper, you will find that the Kayach HaMesava is not evil. It's here to take you to the right place. That's what it's here for. But I don't hear the language. I don't know how to translate it. It's called lost in translation. You understand? The Kayach HaMesava has a language. It's a very subtle language. And if you don't hear it, or you hear the wrong messages, it's like static, you know, static. The Kayach HaMesava is not, huh? The Kayach HaMesava is really here to take you to good places. So when you don't give in to, your real, to the one that like, seems the right thing, you actually can hear... Oh, when you don't give in to the external craving, you get to know what you really want, and you give in to who you really are. The more I give into the external craving, the more I'm betraying myself, the more I'm fighting myself. Because I'm actually telling the Kayach HaMasava, I don't care about you. All I want is I want to distract myself from you. So the Kayach HaMasava goes more and more into hiding. People think if I fulfill my taiva, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm helping myself. I'm not helping myself. I'm actually betraying myself. Because what I'm telling my Kayach HaMesava is I couldn't care less who you are. All I want is you should shut your stupid mouth. How do I get you to shut your mouth? By feeding a distraction. I get distracted. So now you're quiet for 10 minutes. You're quiet. That's it. It's like your baby is crying, yeah? Just shut your mouth. You want a gadget? Take a gadget. You want a phone? Take a phone. You want a tablet? Take a tablet. You want a TV? Take a TV. I, it's frying your brain. Who cares? I just want you to shut your mouth. You understand? So, that, that, the, same, same thing. The, the inner child is the Kayachamasav. It's the same thing. It's not different. <laughs> but I don't want you. You're driving me crazy. You're distracting me. So what do I want you to do? I want you just to be quiet. How do I get you to be quiet? Whatever it is. How do I get my Kayachamasav to be quiet? Another chocolate donut. <laughs> but it's not enough. We'll do another one. We'll do a third one. Huh? Some of us struggle with that too. There's different struggles in life. Uh, the food is also an addiction. You're typhus. So it's not like, oh, you're doing the gistichnach, you're being, no, you're actually, you're not allowing yourself to hear yourself. And every time you do it, you hear yourself less and less and less and less. By actually not running to that place, 
I get frustrated. I'm like, oh, I need it, I need it. I'm not distracting myself. So you know what happens after a while? You start hearing the music. And that's very powerful. When you start hearing it, then you could start nurturing it. Ah. And then you build a relationship with it to the point that you become one. And the Kayach HaMesava and you, you're working together a whole time. This is called a life that's well-lived. Everything that we speak about, and all Sifrei Musr and all that, you can hear it from a, a negative place. You can hear it also from a much deeper place. All discipline of halacha is not intended to crush people's cravings. People think God wants, Hashem wants everybody to be miserable. You want this? No. This? No. No, 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 no. Nothing. <laughs> You're miserable? Baruch Hashem. Now you'll get Elam Haba. It's a very distorted way of understanding Yiddishkeit. It's punkt farket. What Alter Rebbe is teaching us here is Fakert. I want to get in touch with Yikayach HaMesave. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want you to get distracted from who you are. I want you to get in touch with your real Kayach HaMesave. So there could be a holistic life. It's, a, it's, a opposite, it's an opposite Nekudah. Okay this corner understands? Toiv Ma'oid Malach HaMavis Yitzhahara. Toiv Ma'oid. The Medrash Rabbah. Huh? Is it okay to say that until now, whatever I am in life, was part of my Bechira? Bechira was until it happened, but once it happened, it was the divine plan. And now I have a chance to turn it again. Well, the union of Bechira and Yediyah, this is the connection to Zman and Lamailam and Azman. Really, in other words, real tshuva... We say tshuva transforms sins into mitzvahs. How? How can a sin become a mitzvah? So the oimik of it is that since tshuva takes you to a place where zman becomes condensed and crunched, and of our hoiva asid are one point, yeah, so therefore the past is not the past. <laughs> so just like if I was last week in Eretz Yisrael, I wasn't, but if I was last week in Eretz Yisrael, you were. You can go back there even though you left. Nobody says, you can't go back to Israel, you left. I left and I can go back. That's how space works. I left this room and I can come back. Zman really is not very different. Time, we think of the time left, you could never come back. That's without tshuva. In Ein Saif, when you go to a higher world, and especially when you go to Ein Saif, Lamaila bin Azman, Zman becomes like Makkah. Just like I can go back and revisit Israel, I can revisit a past time because it's not past. It's very, very powerful. That's what Shuvah Kadmala means. Shuvah takes you to a place. That's the Nikud of the Maimit. Shuvah takes you to a place that's Kadma La'olam, beyond the tyranny of time. What's the tyranny of time? Fafalin, gone. It's over, not done. The Gemara says, Ein muktam amu'ucha b'tayrim, p'sachta p'sachim, davav. How do we know Ein muktam amu'ucha b'tayrim? So the Gemara says, there's no chronological order. How do you know? You know it from Pesach Shein. Because Parshas Bamidbar, speaks about Rish Chodesh Iyer, when Hashem said to Moshe to count the Jews. Parshas Baloischa speaks about Rish Chodesh Nisan. So that means what's later is really earlier. Why is the source of Eim Mukta Mucha Pesach Sheini? 
So I once heard from the Rebbe, he said, because that's what Pesach Sheni is. What's Pesach Sheni? Pesach Sheni is, we don't believe us if our fallen. Life is lost. There's no such a thing in Torah. This is the past. It's too late. That's it. We're gone. If Torah becomes there's ein Aye, what do you mean? It's Parshas Bamidbo, already holding Rishchaydish ear. And Parshas Balaysh, you go back to Rishchaydish. How do you get back there? It's not just chronologically, it's not written in order. It, it's, it's not, doesn't live in the world where order defines everything. So what does the Baal do? He goes back, he redefines his sin retroactively as a mitzvah. How? Because when you lift up the Kayach HaMesava, when you embrace the Kayach HaMesava, what do you realize? You realize that the motivation for your sin was what? It wasn't bad. What was the motivation? You were really looking for dvekas. You just didn't know how. You didn't know how to hear that. You couldn't hear that. Or maybe you heard it, but you didn't know how to do it. So you just went to this place. Whether it's an Aveda that you did, or it's a bitl mitzvah sesay. Everything is a kaycha masava. Not only action, also inaction. The Alter Rebbe here says it's not just a mitzvah slice, it's also bitl mitzvah sesay. Even when I don't do something, I'm looking for something. <laughs> There's two types of things people do. What they do, and what they don't do. They also do that, right? <laughs> the fact that I sit on my couch and do nothing, is I'm also, I'm also choosing I'm also choosing. I'm also looking for something. That's why I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Why? Because I'm looking for something. And in my perception, this is how I'm going to get it. So when you're noise avoin, so then the past can become redefined. But for that, you need lamaylam and azman. Koivish is something else. We'll see tomorrow, Beis Rashab. There's two parts of the Aveda. The Koyach HaMas'ava is Noiseh. The Aveda itself, Koivish, of them. So that's the Charot, and that's the Tshuva, that you're not yeah. going to do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The two work together. That's what he says, Shneim Emes. It's not Pshat. Noisei, one Hashem goes like this, he goes like this. It's a game. No, there's two in Yonim. There's the part of the Aveda that you have to lift up. That you have to embrace, you have to elevate. Don't get rid of it. It's a good thing. There's a part of the Aveda that you have to look at. Take it, embrace it, lift it up. And when you'll elevate it, you'll see that it's not Ra, it's Taif. It looked like Ra, but it's not Ra. If you, but you have to be at Noise. You have to put it under the divine microscope, and then you'll see it's not bad. So it's Taif because it brought you to Truva. No, because really what the person is looking for is not Ra. He's not Ra. The Ra is just a distraction. It's the way it was harnessed. It's the way it was implemented. You can look at this it's constantly in everything. It's, it's very hard to do, yeah. You see your child behaving in a certain way, right? We always judge the action. And it's important to look at the action. We're not disregarding the action. It's important to look at the action. But if you only look at the action, you're failing to see the person. What's behind it? What's behind it? He may himself not know. Sometimes he may know, but he may not know. I was in Israel once, so there was a big, uh, a, a religious therapist there. So he told me that, uh, that a child, he was, uh, a child came to see him. And this child was a brilliant head, but he made sure to fail every test in school. Every single test he failed. And his father was going crazy. 
So he met this boy and he asked his boy, why do you fail every single test? He said, I'll tell you why. My father, you have to know him. He needs his computer to be perfect. He needs his car to be perfect. He needs his house to be perfect. And he needs his kids to be perfect. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of his cars and computers. Verstehst? <laughs> I'm not one of his cars and computers. How does he get out? So this guy said, this kid was saying something very deep. I'm not part of his experiments. He needs a perfect life. Everything should be, you know, check. Should be a beautiful, uh, beautiful, uh, artistic dining room. Here are my kids. I can come in and chill. Look at my nachas. Look at my job. Look at my... I'm not part of his... Reb Naftali Rapshitzer. Reb Naftali Rapshitzer was once walking to the mikveh in the morning and there was a chassan in the middle of Shavabrach is walking with his whole entourage. Reb Naftali Rapshitzer was a very short man and a frail man. And he would walk fast, and there was this chassan walking as I with his, you know, royal garments, and the mechotanim, and the families, and everybody's walking. So Naftali Rabshitzer runs over, he's on the way to the mikveh, he runs over, he says to the chassan, Ich balang nisht zadir, and he runs away. Ich nisht. I don't belong to you. The boy says, I'm not part of your, your thing. Now, you look at this boy, you'll just say, he wants to do bad, he wants to do bad, huh? Huh? He said, Ich nicht, yeah? Ich nicht, very good. Yeah. How does he get out if his father doesn't recognize him? Huh? How does he get out of prison? Well, I just want to correct what Rabbi Yaakov just said. Tony Rabbi just ran over and said, Me, I not, Ich nicht. And I think they ran after him to understand what they what he meant. And he said, you're walking as though the whole world belongs to you. I just wanted to say that I don't belong to you. Right? I don't belong. Me and God don't belong. In other words, the point is, if you look at this child, you could just dismiss his actions, just a troublemaker, he wants to do bad. Maybe he doesn't want to do bad. Maybe he wants to be treated with a little dignity. <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't want to be seen as a pawn of his father's perfection. Well, isn't that something true? Right? Yeah, very beautiful. En yeled yeah, some people say in the world of education, there's no such a thing, your child doesn't want to succeed. Who doesn't want to succeed? He doesn't feel he could succeed. But that's not so easy to see. What do, we, what do you mean? What do we, come on! What, what they tell, what they tell you in Cheder? <laughs> what they tell you in Cheder? <laughs> but, but, but it's so true. Who, who, you know somebody in life, you know anybody in this room who doesn't want to succeed? You wake up in the morning and say, I really want to have a miserable, unsuccessful life. I mean, I'm talking about, on, on, you know, I'm not talking about somebody who's affected by an illness. A regular person. I don't know what regular means anymore, but, uh, but, <laughs> confused about that. Look, we're adults. So when you were, so suddenly at some age, you want to, every person wants to succeed. Sometimes I don't know how to succeed. If I don't know how to succeed, so what do I do? So I go to every Schwarzjahr, every dis- distracting thing in the world to be able to not succeed, but at least to be able to distract myself from the pain of not succeeding. There's no child who doesn't want to succeed. There's no Bach who doesn't want to succeed. There's no girl who doesn't want to succeed. Do, but they have the, do they have the tools to succeed? And your tools are not my tools. So you say, but what do you mean? There's a Yetzirah. The Yetzirah says, don't succeed. So the Balatanya teaches us the Yetzirah is not so black and white. <laughs> 
And that's Pshat, transforming your Yetzirah. How do you transform your Yetzirah? What, you, what do you mean you transform? My Yetzirah wants to do bad things. What am I transforming? He says, no, 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 no. Your Yetzirah says it wants to do bad things. It says, I know that. It says, but if you could take the right lens and go a little deeper, you'll see that Vahavtas Hashem Alakach, it could be Bechalavavcha Bishnei Yetzirah, the very Kayach that's taking you to what seem like such bad places, and they are negative places, that very kayach, if you reorient it, can be seen completely in a different light. Rabbi. Yes. Marshall, how does that boy yes. recognize it's a problem? How does he do it if his father doesn't see it? How does he get out if his father doesn't realize that? Well, hopefully, hopefully, I don't know what happened at the end of the story. Hopefully... Hopefully the father could be made aware of it, and if he's open to it, there could be a lot of growth. If he's not open to it, so so nobody is stuck. Nobody is stuck. We don't believe that people are stuck. We're not stuck. There's a difficulty. There's a challenge, but it's not stuck, right? Huh? The moment we learned before, right? The moment you say I'm stuck, you're already not so stuck. Because people will come, what does he say? When somebody says, I can't go anywhere, they'll bring him food. Right? So the moment you say, I'm stuck, God says, I'm here. No problem. If you're stuck, I'm here. That's the problem. It's a moida de kavart in the maimer. The moment you say, I'm stuck, I'm in prison, Hashem says, no problem. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, toyamef, abais. Problem is, if you say you're not stuck, if you're not stuck, no, go get, <laughs> go get the food yourself. If you're stuck, it's shingut. Ayid once came to the Kotzke Rebbe, he didn't have Parnassah. He didn't have money. So he said, why don't I have money? I'm such a smart man. This is, Chaim Yankul is an idiot, and he's a lot of money. I'm much smarter than him. He says, Smart people don't got bread. You're smart, so you don't have bread. He says, Rebbe, I know the Pasuk, but why Taka? Why Taka do brilliant people like me not have the lechem. He says, Parsha, the Rebbein HaShaloylam tells Chachamim like you, you're so smart, figure it out. <laughs> your friend, your friend doesn't think you're smart, so God says, I'll figure it out for you. Yeah? So figure it out. So when you stalk, it's Shangut. When you, <laughs> it's a good one, huh? Huh? Shara B'tachin. Nishan, Lagamri, In other words, that's the Vart. So when a person recognizes that I'm stuck, huh? in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Today is Yudches Elo. Today is Chayel. It's the birthday of the Balshemtiv and the Balatanya. Also, both of them. Yeah. It's Taifus Giver. Look who came in Yeshchos also. The wind blew him in as a powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. It starts actually, it gives you a framework. It says, Ragoya. Any modern boy from a modern issue said, who says what's, what's bad? Who says what's bad? That's true. Yeah. Because, right? Because yeah. the minute you... you you, you out of basically framework of Tovara. Everything is relative. Everything is, uh, what is it called? Moral relativism. You can't say anything is Ra. 
Abortion is not ra, nothing so is wrong. Why, why do I change my Korach from Sabbath? Right. Uh, you're right. You're right. That's this challenge in today's day that in order to reorient my Korach from I have to acknowledge that there are destructive behaviors. And if I can't acknowledge that. Right. Right. It's just shrimp. Right, right. I know people didn't know the shrimps in, you the, could, yeah. in the Middle Ages. You know? That's why they, they wrote it. It's bad. But I think even in this world, we could. I think most people, if they're honest, they can acknowledge that at least certain patterns and behaviors are not producing results that they themselves would agree will lead to a meaningful life. That's basically a consortium referendum to agree on what's You're right. In the world of moral relativism, it's very hard to even discuss this because, because, yeah, I'm an addict to alcohol, so who says that's bad? Uh, Right. Although I would say that there's quite a few things that many people could just acknowledge objectively that it's not leading them to functional places in terms of productivity, in terms of well-being, in terms of serenity. Like this, this... Which is why there's such a self-help plethora of... uh, of You see, the minute you go into logical arguments, you're going to be stuck there. Because they'll say, what you're dominating? 30 minutes a day, you waste your time. 30 minutes, you're so productive to make you more successful. So much more... Yeah, but I'm saying almost everybody acknowledges today the value of meditation and introspection and, uh, and composure and calmness and connecting to something that's beyond the here and now and the stress of, of the computer and the office. I mean, these are things that are... Well, I'll, I'll, the experimentation of it, you see the results, the benefits. It's like arguing against eating healthy or arguing against exercise. You could argue theoretically against anything. <laughs> you can also say, what's the value of living longer? I mean, there's no value. <laughs> Who decided it's mine? You're right. You know, once you go into that place... Uh, Post modern modernity. You can say you can, it's good to prolong the life, but it's not good to prolong the death. Right. I know that we're not going to agree with everything, but there's quite a lot of things that one can benefitly see. What's better for a marriage? What's better for a relationship? What's better for well-being? What's better for tranquility? When you're 14 and 15, you may just want to have fun, so you're not even thinking about these things. Usually when a person gets a little older and a little more objective, there are certain things that you could turn to a person's own feeling and say, is this really making you the person you want to be? Forget logic. Really? Ultimately, they have to experience uh, that. And actually, to be able to, it's like a string theory, to be able to tune in to a Kodesh ultimately, right? So that's the, so, and current generation being so amnestic and exposed to many things, they say, Abonshav doesn't talk back to me. So he is not in that meditation state where he actually can tune to that melody. And until he's there, you cannot explain to him nothing that he can be possibly there. Right, yeah. So. Yeah, you're quite right. It has to be... Rabbi Moses, verstehst? No, I'm saying, you're right. You need to on a, on a huh? level. He's never going to get there because he's in this different space. In a world where there's no Toivon Ra, he's saying. Hashem causes things in a person's life that he should... It's either Toivon Ra and, you, exp- and you, ex- you accept that framework and then basically... 
okay, you choose between good and bad. So then you have basically a clear path. But you have to define that framework and accept that framework to begin with. So Asevanishma. So you basically uh, yeah. you do it and then you understand it. So the, the ultimate is you have to give them the tools to tune in. And how we can give them these tools. We don't, we don't. That's where education is so important. No, also to know that there's toiv and there's ra, there's toiv and there's ra. But the education today is uh, cool Islam, you know. You can't share the shield with the yeah, you need red light and green light, you're right. Okay. So, they also need love. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.